This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air. Well, Pipsy is the musical project of Paul Powles McMillan, songwriter and producer um, based in Te Whanganui Atara. And the new single is out uh, now, All You Ever Wanted, and uh, we'll get a chance to hear that in just a tick. But uh, also, very excitingly, Pipsy on tour at the moment with the Jordan Luck Band coming to play Dive here in Dunedin on uh, August the 6th. Uh, Paul joins us on the line now. Morena, good to have you with us. Oh, Morena, good to be here. How are you this morning? I'm very well, and it's been an interesting morning talking about the local music scene. We've just been having a yeah. chat about um, some of the issues about supporting live music in the city. And, and yeah. well, you're yeah. a good person to talk to about this because you okay. studied here at Otago University, and indeed you were f- did uh, your thesis on the Dunedin music industry. <laughs> That's right, yeah, yeah. You Feel free to interrupt me because I may go on. I'm an ex-lecturer. Ex- <laughs> um, but, yeah, no, I mean, I love the Dunedin music scene. It's done... So much for me, and when I came, I, I came very early in uh, I want to say 2006. I think I came up to Dunedin from um, Invercargill and was just blown away with the vibrancy of the music scene, and you know, so many fantastic bands left to ride, made in China, um, that that were so welcoming to us. Um, especially, you know, I was just a wee chair at the time, and um, you know, we had those old venues like Backstage and the Bowler, and um, yeah, obviously Refuel. And Sammy's as well. Sammy's was the big one that we were all shooting for and eventually got to play. Um, so, yeah, I felt I feel like very much my musical history is really tied to Dunedin. I think I was there for about 10 years all up. Uh, very sadly, none of those venues that you mentioned are operating I anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I know, and Sammy's was such a wonderful venue as well. Yeah, so, no, it, it's just, um, it is a contemporary, big, big contemporary problem, isn't it? You know, the venues, um, we really need to support our, our venues and in the current context, I mean, you know, with COVID and everything that's happened, uh, we need to do that even more. Then, well, great to uh, hear that you will be coming and you will be able to perform yeah. live here in Dunedin uh, at Dive, yeah. uh, and that mm-hmm. venue would have been familiar to you under another name, no doubt, as well at, uh, at some it time. It certainly was. Uh, yes, I actually went to uh, Hayward Hall, so I was very close to what is now known as Dive, uh, previously the Captain Cook. So, um, yeah, we, we'd actually played quite a few shows in, in Captain Cook when they were running original um, music, they would run it in pretty much the same area that they that they now have uh, the bands and dives. Um, it's obviously uh, you know a different aesthetic, and <laughs> there's some really nice gear up there. Um, but yeah, it's, it's kind of a nice full circle moment for us to come back, and, and we've got two shows up there actually. As the as the first one sold out, so we've put a second one on for, ah, for the fifth and the sixth. Yeah, so I think I think only there's only a few more tickets for, for the second show. So pretty exciting. Well, isn't that interesting too? That there's still this yeah. this passion for the Jordan Luck band and Pepsi, oh of course, yeah. as well. Um, yeah, that's an yeah. interesting interesting choice for you to make as an artist traveling on a tour, uh, you know, with a band uh, of that type and that yeah. pedigree. How mm. how's it been? I mean, I really genuinely can't say enough good things about Jordan Luck band. I think that they're actually probably you know just a, a fantastic example. Um, for any band that has opening bands, because they're so welcoming, they're so supportive. Um, like they'll they'll take time out of you know. It's, sometimes you have the odd time when you're setting up and you're a bit stressed, and they'll take time even during that time to see that we're okay and that everything's all right, and they'll lend us patch cables if something explodes. You know, um, they're and they're all such wonderful people. Um, yeah, so it's really felt like you know um, we've kind of uh, found a new a new family with those guys. They're, they're so wonderful and, and, and 
so great. Um, and occasionally have been pulling us up on stage um, for songs that I need to really quickly try and remember the lyrics for <laughs> so that I don't embarrass myself. Um, on Saturday, we had Jordan. Um, so we do something where we swap over drummers during, um, they do a cover of April, Simon, Cuba. And so our drummers will swap over. So uh, the wonderful Beaver that, you, that you'll um, notice from other bands like the D4, for example, um, he'll swap over with our drummer, who's also happens to be called Jordan, um, mid-song. Uh, which is very, always very interesting to watch. And so I was videotaping this on Saturday, and then Jordan turned around to me, Jordan Luck, and said, come on stage and sing April Sun in Cuba. I was like, oh, my gosh. Um, you know, I jumped up, and we sang it together, and I just remembered the lyrics to the bridge and trying to sing it really close to not remembering. Which yeah. would have been shocking that one of the most famous New Zealand rock songs. Well, you, you kind of expect it to be muscle memory, don't you? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I think that was the thing. I was like, you know what? I'm just going to, like stop thinking about it because if I think about it too much I'm definitely going to forget but yeah like just moments like that just show you what like you know what an open and wonderful and welcoming band they are but they're also you know they're like they're an all-star band you know they're members of the D4 there's members of Dead Flowers obviously there's Jordan Park there's members of Echo Park in that band. they put on the most amazing show and we just sort of we try and sort of um, keep up I guess when they're opening for them yeah tell us about the origins of Pipsy yeah. So I guess um, we've heard, uh, I guess, Dave Grohl talk, uh, talk about before, and I'm certainly not comparing myself to Dave Grohl, but uh, <laughs> talk about being a drummer in a band and be writing songs on the side, you know, when he was playing Savannah. And I was doing much the same thing. And as the old joke goes, that he, that he says, is like, what is the first thing that the drummer said, like the last thing that the drummer said before they got kicked out of the band? Hey, Ron, I wrote a song and I think we should play it. <laughs> you know, so I didn't want to do that. <laughs> so I was playing drums in a band called Man on Space and Band, Temple Band, two, two um, wonderful bands. And I, I thought, okay, well, I've got two of the you know, greatest songwriters here. I'm not going to put my songs forward. So I kept writing these songs and they're very encouraging. And, and uh, I decided at some point I should probably put them out. So when I went to, I was studying my PhD under Ollie Wilson, who's um, a, a good friend, the ex um, from Nights at Noon, plays in the chills and things. Um, he suggested I do the PhD um, at University of Otago. So I started doing that. I was writing these songs. And then when Ollie came up here to Wellington, um, he now works at the same university that I do, actually, um, here in, at Tango um, He, I, I then thought I should go to Melbourne. So I went there for five years, and that's kind of where Pipsy started. Um, I ended up getting funding for uh, first single for a song, um, very maudlinly, uh, called Why Can't I Get What I Want For Once. <laughs> um, it's more upbeat than a bit. Uh, I got, I got funding for that and, um, and yeah, pretty much took it from there. Started putting out a couple of singles and it was sort of a bit of a bedroom producer project. Um, and then I returned, uh, to New Zealand, but I, I didn't have a band. Um, because we, we, I typically record everything by myself, um, and then release it and then someone else, you know, uh, I get a drummer and I get a bass player and I get a, guitarist and we make a band and they play it much better than I can which is good um, but yeah so I didn't have a band when I came back and um, a good friend of mine Jordan um, who's in a band called Murgatroyd definitely check out Murgatroyd they're amazing um, is a fantastic singer a guitar player and I went to see him play drums and I forgot what a great drummer he is oh my gosh this guy does everything and uh, he was really enthusiastic and said that we should put a band together and so we did um, and t- did a tour in January 2021 and that's when we first met Jordan, Jordan Luckman. And um, so, yeah, we've been working away on our debut album, which comes out November 6th of this year. 
and All You Ever Wanted is the first single from that. I imagine the last couple of years have been very much more about uh, writing and setting up recording processes than they, than they have been yeah. about live performance. Definitely, definitely. Spent a lot of time in the in the bedroom tinkering with compressors and effects pedals and things. But yeah, I think that it's, that's a good point that you bring up. Like, is that it has given up a, a sort of something enough as difficult as it's been. It's also been quite a creative time, and that it's given us a bit of time to sort of stop and. Uh, just you know, work on songwriting and and uh, and I, I've demoed this for this new album. It's one of the, it's my favorite thing that I've ever done. Truly, um, I'm really, really, really excited to show it to people. But it's it's one of those things where you've had a bit more time to work with the songs and demo them in different ways. So there's a song on the new album called Madison, which kind of sounds more like LCD Sound System right now because it went through about seven different types of demo. Like, why don't I try and you know, write it like a split end song. Why don't I try and um, produce it like it's a Gus Dapperton song? Why don't I try and do it like Talking Heads, you know? Um, and so eventually you run into one which is the perfect sort of vehicle for the song. And, and that's quite quite fun to have that kind of freedom to, to have have those sort of the skeleton of the song there and then try a bunch of different things with it. Um, so All You Ever Wanted was part of the same process. I was, I was playing synths at the time. Um, and I normally write all my songs on guitar, and so I started playing these keys parts and thinking, wow, this is a way different approach. And it totally changed pretty much the whole album, really. It's become a lot more like a sort of a um, very influenced by like those 80s synth bands that I love and I grew up on, and particularly the record like True Colors by Split Ends. Um, I was listening to it the other day and I said, like, oh, wow, okay, maybe I ripped this off a little more than I thought. <laughs> How do you make something like this happen logistically? Are you able to tap into some funding support from somewhere? Um, I mean, obviously, obviously, gigs aren't supporting this financially at the moment. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it is. Yeah, it's. We're sort of we're in an interesting spot because we're 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 in, we're partnershiping with a lot of people, and, and Jordan Cottle uh, from Murgatroyd sort of does a lot of our tour booking and our managing and that kind of thing. Um, so we're pr- still pretty kind of, you know, DIY in a way, which is the only kind of way that I know how to do things, which I learned in the music scene is to kind of, you know, have a lot of your own agency in, in the, in the booking and the, in the managing and, and how you, how you release your records. But we've also been really, really lucky to sign with a DRM who I can't recommend enough. They've been really, really supportive of us, um, particularly in the digital space as well. Um, and then we're also partnered with uh, Naked PR as well. Um, Zach Arnold runs that in, in uh, Tamki Makoto. And they've been incredibly supportive as well. So I, I feel like we sort of have this team of people, and they're all musicians as well, you know, so they, they understand what it's like. Um, and so, yeah, we feel really supportive. We have been able to get some funding. Um, Creative New Zealand have been really wonderful to us. So they've funded both of our tours with the Aotearoa Touring Program. So, yeah, any musicians looking to tour at the moment, I definitely recommend um, talking to them. Uh, Emily Crowther in particular and Rebecca have been really wonderful to us. Um, and then there's New Zealand on Air funding as well. So we've had uh, new tracks in the past, which is really helpful, which sends your music out to, to radio stations and anyone can apply for that as well. Um, and, yeah, Jeff Newton that. And New Zealand on has been super supportive as well. So I feel like um, coming back to New Zealand, I actually feel 
you know, much more supported in a way than I did when I was in Australia. It was sort of a bit of a free-for-all in Australia. Even though it's a wonderful music scene and really interesting, you're sort of really not sure where to start with it in some ways because I was in Melbourne, um, which fantastic music. Um, and a lot of sort of New Zealand uh, Aotearoa diaspora there as well, a lot of bands that you can hang out with there. Um, but yeah, I feel like we've been well supported. We can uh, expect and hope uh, for uh, an album tour. Can we? Are we? Um, are you yeah. hoping for that later yeah. in the year? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, we'll be doing that in November. Um, we haven't set the dates just yet, um, but we'll be kind of putting out a few singles leading up to the album, which comes out November sixth, if memory serves. Um, and it's the album's also called All You Ever Wanted. So we'll definitely do a tour, and we're hoping that we can go to um, yeah all the main centres in Aotearoa, and then also Australia as well at that time. Well, you can catch Pipsy if you're lucky uh, with the Jordan Luck <laughs> Band uh, and around uh, the August dates. August 6th was the first gig. There's been another one added. Is that before yeah. or after, do you know? Yeah, so I think the 5th is the is it the Friday that we have at, at Dive, and then we have the 6th on Saturday. Fantastic. Yeah. Uh, right. Well, look, it's so great to talk with you. We're going to go out by listening great. to uh, All You Ever Wanted from Pipsy. Um, introduce the song for us. Yeah, so I guess this is a song written during the COVID lockdown, and it's sort of about um, a bit about mindfulness and also, yeah, I think just really um, re-evaluating what's important to you and, and really being uh, grateful for the things that you have, like your friends and family and that kind of thing. So I think it's a bit of a positive song, yeah. This is all you ever wanted. Kia ora, Paul. Thanks for joining us here on ORFM. Kia ora, really appreciate it. Great talking with you. This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air.